0: This podcast is a 3D audio production, so watch out as sounds may seem to come from beside you or behind you. For the best listening experience, please use headphones.
1: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member
0: FDIC.
2: Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world that ours is not a loving God and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Bantwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.
0: This episode of Someone Dies in This Elevator is rated PG-13. A warning to please take care of yourself. This episode contains depictions of anxiety, panic attacks, project presentations, and death in an elevator. Please read the show notes for more information.
1: be fine. I am going to walk into that meeting room. I am going to look all five of them in the eyes. I am going to present the work I know backwards and forwards and inverted underwater and I will be fine. Missaria said Mr. Winston has already given the project the go-ahead. The meeting is just a formality. compound is based on psychology, on human efficiency. We spent two years watching people walk around to design the footpaths for this thing. You have science behind you, Jordan. Don't talk to yourself in the third person. It's unprofessional. You need to be professional in front of these people, even if it's just a formality. I don't know if I can do this. I know I spent four years of my life working towards this, but I just can't walk into that boardroom and face them with their fancy suits and their expensive liquor and... Do you think maybe they'll offer me a drink? Would that even help? I feel like that might make me throw up. I can't throw up in front of the board. (sighs) You already oversaw the model being put in yesterday. It was good. All the little trees were just the way they were supposed to be. The windows lit up correctly. The gravel was even. But what if someone tampered with it last night? What if one of the janitors bumped the table? (sighs) What if John went in and moved stuff around? Damn it, Milligan, if you think you can take this away from me with your stupid overland bridge, I will, I will, I will do something to make you regret it. Who needs a bridge over a beautiful field, anyway? It's not like you're going anywhere. It's just a big bridge from one side of the field to the other. <sighs> but what if they ask about budget? You already know that you're almost two hundred thousand over budget. Where can you cut costs? Concrete? Maybe we could have a little less. No! Stop changing things in the elevator on your way up. <sighs> now, Jordan. How exactly have you integrated? No! Stop thinking of hypotheticals! Stick to the script and you will be fine! But what about the outcry from the people who don't want construction? What about your plans to move over to Nova's project? Do you have replacements set up for yourself if this is delayed? What about your involvement with RG and architecture? Do zoning laws exist for some of these new structures? <sighs> <sighs> Have you considered maybe moving this path over here? No! Perhaps the parking lot could be smaller. Focus, Jordan! You're going to walk in there. You are going to present the damn project. And then you are going to relax with a nice walk on the beach and watch the seabirds. You've got this. Do I, though? I need to... Relax, relax, relax. I can't do it. Oh, my lucky stars, I can't do it. I can't walk into there and face them. They're world-renowned architects. They'll pull every little detail apart and focus in on every little flaw, and I won't be able to explain why I didn't factor that in, and that could put my career in jeopardy if they- Hello,
2: Jordan. Ready for your perfect picture? Mr.
1: Winston, no, I'm not ready. I need more time.
2: Oh no, not again. Jordan! Don't make me do this with you! I'm okay.
1: Okay. I'm okay. It's just you. I'm not presenting yet.
2: Uh, Jordan. Relax. You'll be... You'll be fine. This is just so upstairs doesn't get upset about the paperwork. We're all rooting for you. And you've still got some time here.
1: You really mean that?
2: Oh dear, you're a nervous wreck, aren't you? Listen, it's going to be okay. Did I ever tell you what happened to me the first time I presented to the board?
1: Um, no. What happened?
2: Well, you see, this was a bit bigger of a pitch. The first time I ever had to go in front of the entire board, I showed them the Durfrick Hotel. You worked on the Durfrick? Ha <laughs> well, I almost did. The Durfrick actually went with a Dutch architect in the end, but that's not important here. What's important is that I was wearing a beige shirt that day.
1: I'm sorry, what? Why was that
2: important? Well, Jordan, a long, long time ago there was a rather cantankerous man on the board named James Esserman, who had a very strict set of rules regarding how colours could match and all. If you dared to put any sort of plants into an interior space, he would launch into a long tirade about how green is an exterior color and has no place inside. (sighs) I honestly don't know why he hated beige so much. Desert sand was perfectly fine. And this man adored cream colored walls. This is why you're lucky you stuck to architecture. You don't have to deal with interior designers.
1: Oh, trust me. I've heard a horror story or two about that team.
2: I definitely feel like they've gotten worse over the years. The patterning they like on walls these days hides all of the architectural quirks. Anyway, I made the mistake of wearing my only beige shirt that I have ever owned that day. And that was my first problem. You see, this was, oh my, almost 30 years ago now. The presentations were still being done with poster board And, I may have taken a turn too fast on my way up the stairs.
1: (laughs) No elevators back then?
2: (laughs) Yes. I'm not that old yet. I'm not sure if I would trust that one if it was still around, but it was fine back in the day. No, no, no. I took the stairs because I didn't trust Bob not to distract me with talk about the elevator music. Bizarre experience listening to him go on and on about how the music was supposed to relax you, but not too much. Anyway. I bent a few pictures pretty badly. I suppose I don't
1: have to worry about that at least.
2: No, no. Masari has already called ahead and said everything's all set up. You just need to walk in there and give us your pitch, and then we'll all celebrate. Uh, that was not the case after my presentation. Uh, you see, Essamon was in a particularly bad mood that day, so the first thing that happened when I walked in was he yelled, Winston! What is that ridiculous shade of beige? This is an internationally renowned architecture firm. You expect to make a good impression with that shirt? I hope you're better dressed if you make it to the Der pitch. Now, keep in mind, I was competing with three other architects for this, and this was just a pitch to the actual client who had us competing against at least a dozen other companies. So my pitch is already off to a terrible start. And I haven't even said anything to them yet. Your pitch is off to a great start and you haven't actually said a thing.
1: I know, but what if I screw up? This is a pivotal point for me here. If I lose this, then, then you I'll you lose have...
2: it! That's all! You won't cause a financial crisis. You won't hold up a little old lady for her social security checks. You won't hurt anyone, Jordan.
1: Well, when you put it like that, yeah, it's not a huge thing. But what if someone else pulls something amazing out and I lose the project?
2: You won't lose the project. Who are you even up against? Tessa? Charles? I know Dan moved over to that educational project a few months ago. You definitely don't have to worry about him.
1: John Milligan.
2: Who the hell is John Milligan? The
1: blonde guy? Medium height? Works across from Dan?
2: You were up against the new guy. With that stupid bridge? Jordan, come on. I can't believe you were even worried. You're going to be just fine.
1: You say that, but it's not helping my nerves any.
2: <sighs> Jordan, relax. Do you want to give me the elevator pitch? Get all of your mistakes out before the big reveal?
1: You want me to give you the pitch now? Mr. Winston, Jordan, I Jordan, please,
2: call me Lawrence. You don't need to be so formal. We've still got plenty of time before the elevator reaches the top floor. What did you have for us?
1: Well, um... The 10 Benches Company Complex, a new home for TBC Incorporated. Designed with public interest and structured to provide seamless integration of corporate laboratories, office spaces, and opportunities for public gathering. We have plans to partner with Carlson & Beers Industries to integrate new, environmentally sustainable breathing insulation, which has a programmable R value depending on the season.
2: And how else are you regulating the temperature?
1: The main courtyard incorporates native, non-flowering plants to minimize cleanup while reducing pavement heat. And three terraces provide private greenhouses with local and endangered plants from around the world.
2: Excellent! When Dixon asks about the potential for wildlife integration, you'd tell him about how you've designed those greenhouses with the built-in... What's that fancy beehive word?
1: The apiaries? We spent so much time on those, I'm really happy with how they're able to extend over multiple floors.
2: You should be proud of yourself. That's the sort of innovation the newspapers still go crazy over. Uh, Go on.
1: We've developed a state-of-the-art HVAC system, which saves us nearly 20% on material consumption.
2: Always a popular one with the accounting departments?
1: Our walkways have been specially designed using data from nearly two years of observational studies across 57 corporate and university campuses around the country to make people feel as at home as they possibly can in the workplace. We're truly hoping to build a place where you don't feel like you're at work until you start working.
2: See? Nothing at all in this world to worry about. Jordan, the board is going to accept your project. Most of us already approved your preliminary plans. Your only challenge would have been Johnson. But then again, Johnson's like that with everyone. Ten Ventures is going to be a wonderful project, and we will be proud to put your name on it.
1: You what? You don't mean that
2: literally, do you? Jordan, it's a 70 million dollar complex. If it doesn't get named after you, you'll at least get an exterior plaque and an interior biography somewhere.
1: Don't they usually reserve that for famous people? Or dead people?
2: Jordan, you were a good architect. This project will make you famous. I'm not ready. Nope, nope, nope. No more people right now. Don't worry, we've still got six more floors. Someone in advertising must be taking an early lunch. One of the perks of being on the board, they give you a private override key. I figure you'd appreciate not adding more people to the ride up. I really should have done that earlier, sorry. Thank you.
1: It's just, I don't do well with
2: presentations,
1: and this is a big one. And even though I know the deck is stacked in my
2: favor... Please, the deck's been practically gift-wrapped for you.
1: You say that, but I didn't take the board's idea of the company image into account, right? What if someone comes up with something that wows you all more than my project?
2: Who, the new guy? If the rumors that he's actually pitching a giant bridge that crosses a field are true, he'll be out of here before TBC even breaks ground. Most of the other feasible project proposals would work so much better elsewhere. Dan already tweaked his for West Blueside zoning because it'll fit better over there. Yours is designed perfectly for where it's going. You have nothing to be nervous about.
1: But what it if- won't happen. How can you possibly know that?
2: I can say with absolute certainty that your career cannot be harmed by anything that happens in that boardroom today. Mr. Winston, I know you have
1: a lot of pull with the board, but not even you can cover me if I manage to screw this up.
2: I won't have to explain to the board why we should take TBC even if you do screw up, because you're not going to screw up. And I promise, I will cover you.
1: Why do you say it like that? It's just
2: one of those things that...
1: Oh, well,
2: here we go then, I guess.
1: I don't know if I can do it. No, I can't do it. I'm too nervous for this.
2: Jordan, listen to me. I'm going to shut the doors. When they open up again, everything is going to be fine. It's perfectly natural. I know it's terrifying. Everyone is afraid to do this. But you don't have to be nervous.
1: I know I can do this, but I'm still scared.
2: I know, Jordan. And whatever happens, you'll be fine.
1: See you in a minute.
2: Goodbye, Jordan. Oh, I hate being a medium. Missaria, I need you to call maintenance and have them shut down the north elevator. Missaria, there is a dead body in there. They can shut it down so nobody else stumbles onto a corpse! I'm calling the coroner's office now, so don't worry about that. I have them on speed dial, after all. Uh, hello there, I'm going to need a coroner at Etid's Architecture. Uh, one of our employees has had an accident. No, no, I don't know what exactly. I could guess that it was either a heart attack or stroke, but they seemed awfully young for either of those. Have you moved the body at all? We've not moved the body, except for covering it. Oh dear. Uh, I'm sorry. We've shut down the elevator where the body was found. My secretary will give you directions once you get here. Uh, we'll send over, uh, over. Name, uh, my name is Lawrence Winston. My secretary's name is Messaria. I'll see you soon. I did promise I'd cover you, didn't I? Maintenance hasn't had the chance to lock it yet, good. (sighs) You were a good architect, Jordan. The TCB complex will be your legacy. I'll make sure of that.
0: The board meeting was written and directed by Brad Colbrook. Script editing by Jesse Shushu. Dialogue editing and sound design by Brad Colbrook. Scoring and mastering by Anna Rodriguez. Executive produced by Colin J. Kelly and Tal Maneer, Starring Emma Cherzarchio as Jordan and Bill Sunderland as Winston, with additional voices by Brad Colbrook. This episode is brought to you by Repod, a social podcast app. Repod is a great place to find, share, and discuss fantastic audio dramas and other shows, especially ones not being heard by the everyday listener. It's easy to get started and completely free. Just sign up, import the podcasts you follow, and start talking about them. I've been using Repod for a few months now, and my to-listen list just keeps growing. You can pull clips and timestamps or talk about a whole episode, and anyone can reply with their own thoughts. Repod's an excellent way to meet podcast lovers with similar tastes to you and get their recommendations. And as a big fan of indie audio fiction, I really like that. Find out more about the app at repod.io. This episode is brought to you by Anna Karen Loves Paper. Enter code SDITEPOD at checkout for 11% off. And an exclusive Someone Dies in This Elevator pencil to help you craft your message. Get mushy, get cheesy, it's okay. Tell someone you love them with a card while you still can. Tomorrow, I'll do something out of stories. My feet will walk on Earth that is not of Earth.
2: Unforeseen circumstances are hard to prepare for. If you can prepare for them, they're foreseen. Unless our plans change catastrophically, strophically it should be fine.
1: I have been asleep for decades. How much more patience do you want?
0: They're growing us a village next to the base of a space elevator on a brand new planet.
1: For you to have this new and better world, I have to stay behind and make it.
0: Unimaginable animals. Mm -hmm. You didn't try the cheese. What will it mean for all the stories you've told me to be alive on a new world? It's so beautiful. Trust me. Here we go.
1: Check out This Planet Needs a Name. Everywhere podcasts are found.